Trauma. Trauma. PTSD. Trauma. Generational trauma. 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 Rage and trauma. Rage and trauma. PTSD. PTSD. Trauma. Trauma. Family trauma. Generational trauma. Family trauma. Yeah, generational trauma. Generational trauma. Generational trauma. 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 This is what trauma looks like. On this episode of The Commercial Break. I was made how I was made and nothing's going to change me. Um, but I'm horribly embarrassed about all of it. <laughs> so I'm saying all the good-looking people that are on TV, why don't we show their there, vaginas there, okay. their buttholes? I'm not suggesting that we do it. <laughs> Teresa, tell her I love her pie. <laughs> no, not that kind of pie, you moron. Her vagina. By the way, here's a food tray. <laughs> yeah. I didn't throw food at you. It was pussy. <laughs> do you understand that? Are you agreeing with me? Can you give me some money? <laughs> and you're a good boy. And even though you said no to all the questions that I asked you, you're still a good boy. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Oh, yeah, cats and kittens, welcome back to The Commercial Break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and co-host, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you over there, Kristen. And best to you over there, Brian. And best to you over there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us on yet another episode of this, The Commercial Break. It's not for everyone, but fact, news, or fiction is guaranteed in 15 seconds or less. You heard it here last. All righty, Rudy, right Rudy. I read the most interesting article, uh, and I can't remember, maybe it was on Vice or... AV club or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they were saying this is the year of the penis <laughs> because of how many penises are being shown on television on, you know, prestige television like HBO yes. and Showtime and some other networks. There's a lot of cock out there. Okay. But that that cock is a lot of it is prosthesis. Prosth yes. Yeah, it's prosthetics, prosthetics, right? And what this person, the author of this particular article was saying was that let's just why are we shying away from showing the actual vagina or butthole like let's just get there right they were she was explaining it that people are clamoring to just get it over with let's just show the labia let's get it out of the way and let's show a little ass let's show a little hardcore fucking on these television shows and let's show the inside of vaginas because that's what the people want <laughs> we're getting there why haven't we got there what well, first of all why are we using so many prostheses when it comes to uh, prosthetics when it comes to male genitalia. And second of all, why aren't we yet just going ahead and showing the full shebang? <laughs> and I have to agree with the young lady who's writing this article. I'm assuming she's young and a lady. <laughs> uh, uh, I think it depends. Depends on the storyline. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it depends on the yeah. storyline. Like, if you know, if you're in an episode of Friends, we don't need to see Lisa Kudrow's asshole. Yeah. But if we're in the middle of like, uh, I don't know, like a love scene that's important to the story, why aren't, why are we shying away and why are we showing, what do they call those? Uh, a merkin? Why do we have merkins <laughs> in prosthesis? Why not just go ahead and show the actual vagina? Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're getting there. Because you look at other countries, like look at a country like Denmark, who put together an incredible series of sexual education videos for their Young children, really, mm -hmm. middle, mi you know, middle school type age children. Mm -hmm. And this goes through it. I've watched these documentaries for research purposes only. I've watched these documentaries, <laughs> and there is a lot of dick and labia. Yeah. And, well, and those butthole. are specific sex education videos. Yes, that's exactly how I took it, too. <laughs> 
But during one of these videos, they are literally examining all parts of the genitalia. Like, it's not just a little bit of examination. It's full examination. Mm -hmm. So they can teach the kids about what's going on. Yeah, the parts, what they do. And why are we still so puritanical about what goes on? Why is there there really a difference between uh, vagina... you know, full frontal, and then at showing an actual labia. Should there be? <laughs> like, this yeah, is a I great think... debate that's going on in the internet right now. Internet right now, and I'm trying <laughs> to get to the bottom of it. No pun intended. <laughs> Wait, do we really want to see buttholes? I, there's I, plenty of butts. Whether or not I want to see a butthole is almost irrelevant. <laughs> it's about what the people want, Chrissy. <laughs> We gotta give the people what they want. Now I'm not suggesting the commercial. You know, if we're in an episode of the commercial break, you don't need to show your labia. But if it's Prestige TV and it's relevant to the storyline, and we're showing a little nudity, let's just go ahead and show the actual nudity. Mm-hmm. Why are we shot? Why are we still censoring what we see on TV? And I agree with this. And I'm talking about adults that are looking at this. I'm not talking about like television shows for children. We don't need to show well, ladies on but, Sesame Street. But that being said, I'm sure there is some that like, you know, I've noticed that on just Hulu shows, you can just show a lot of things that... Um, a lot of skin? Yeah, that I'm a little embarrassed that like our 15-year-old daughter was watching oh, really? years ago. Yeah. Like, so I think because there's so much now. I mean, not everybody's doing those parental controls. And oh, yeah, you know, you the it's kids want to watch Hulu thing. and the yeah. kids want to watch HBO and that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. it's hard to kind of monitor everything. Yeah, so. my kid navigates Prime better than I do. And I'm a little nervous really about what he's going to do. really want to see some buttholes, too, just, I mean, Pornhub's free. Yeah, but I think that was kind of like the point of it, right? Is that we should loosen up a little bit and, you know, just, <laughs> just let it fly. Why not? It's a body and who cares? And, you know, everybody knows what a, what a vagina is. Everybody knows what a butthole is. Everyone has seen a real life penis before. Mm-hmm. Of course, if I was in one of those television shows, I'd want the prosthetic of too. Of course. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't. I'm a, you know, I'm a grower and not a shower. So <laughs> both of those things. Yeah, well, I did read an article about something along these lines with the White Lotus that just was out on HBO because there's one scene where he's changing in the bathroom and it shows his extremely large penis. Yeah, that's a prosthetic. Yes, it was. The actor was talking about it and he said that he saw it and was like, "Uh, oh my God. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg wore one in Boogie Nights. In Boogie Nights. That thing was a monstrosity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, he was playing a porn star. He was playing a very famous porn star. Mm -hmm. Uh, based on a porn star Mm -hmm. named John Holmes. Mm -hmm. And if you've ever seen a real John Holmes movie, that guy had the real deal Mm -hmm. cock. And that thing was like 62 inches long. I mean, it was huge. It was a snake, Mm -hmm. basically. And if I was in the movies, I'd also ask for the prosthetic. I wouldn't want want the real deal shown. Now, (laughs) I'm not afraid of my own. I I was made how I was made and nothing's going to change me. Um, But I'm horribly embarrassed about all of it. So I'm saying all the good-looking people that are on TV, why don't we show their there, vaginas there, okay. their buttholes? I'm not suggesting that we do it. <laughs> why, don't you, uh, why don't you take this on as a cause? We should add this to the treaty. Just <laughs> the great butthole vagina treaty of 2023. <laughs> if you're going to show it, show it. It's more like our constitution, you know, and we're amending, we're doing amendments. Yeah. 
Well, uh, what what exactly is the basis of our Constitution? I don't know. We need a mission statement. We do need a mission statement. <laughs> it's fact, news, or fiction. Yeah. You know, we're building a new website, right? <laughs> the 15th website we've had yes. in the short time we've been on air. <laughs> uh, we're building a new website, and they ask you like a million fucking questions, right? It's going through this whole brand identity and all this other stuff. And that's like kind of the stuff they're asking, like, what's your mission statement? And I'm like... Ugh. A mission statement for our podcast. <laughs> for the commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> Just trying to get through the episode, uh, yeah. sir. <laughs> we're trying to make a buck. Uh, we're failing horribly, but we're trying to make laugh a buck. laugh in the meantime. Yeah, but we're going to laugh in the meantime. I mean, <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. We're just yet another <laughs> podcast not making money doing this. <laughs> oh my God, it's freezing. It's really cold. And there's a huge storm. Huge storm. This will be about a week and a half old. Uh, Is that blue, dog yet blue, back again? How did back. the dog get back in? Blue's back. <laughs> I just locked the dog out of the room. And now she's back. <laughs> oh, whatever. I guess we'll just leave her in here. Yeah. Yeah, this has been yeah. This is a habit now. She's like coming in. The thing is, is that the door doesn't close all the way. Yeah. it's got it's like a little bit weird. So she, all she has to do is just like kind of push Tap her it. nose into it. Yeah, she <laughs> scratches it a little bit and it opens up. Um, she's just laying down on, at my feet. So, but yeah, this this I was just talking to somebody. Very cold. Uh, one of my friends who lives in Wyoming, like Ooh. in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. And I would talk to them before the cold front came in and it was minus 20 degrees, not wind chill factor, minus yeah. 20 degrees, which is amazing. It was that is negative so 13 cold. in Nashville this morning. Negative friend, 13, like the actual Yeah, my friend temperature? sent me the temperature from her car that was, you know, the outside temp. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Negative For 13. my money, I don't want any cold. I'm done with the yeah. cold. I do not, not like favorite. the cold. I like a little bit of a like a little bit of a cool streak because that breaks it yeah. up here in Atlanta, especially it's so oppressively hot during the mm-hmm. summer. But I'd take oppressively hot over cold any day of the week. Mm-hmm. If you gave me an option to go to the beach or to the mountains, I would be on the beach every single time because I don't know what to do in the mountains. Really, I'm not going to ski. That's too dangerous for yeah. a guy like me. <laughs> I have very I have very bad kneecaps. <laughs> I don't want to go down the mountain. Yeah. One time I skied. It turned into a whole disaster. Yeah. I dislocated my shoulder. And, oh, no. Yeah. It hurt really bad. I did some snowboarding in Wyoming, Jackson Hole. How long, I'm a, are you, have you snowboarded in? I did it that one time for like a, a week, and I yeah. learned how to do it. And then, you know, I never really went again because I lived in Tennessee, and yeah. there's not a lot of snowboarding. Like here there. in Georgia, we don't have an... Oh, nice to see you, Blue. <laughs> you, she came you, over to you You now. touch those wires, and you're dead. Lay down. Um... <laughs> So we, we here in Georgia we don't have any like snow mountains. Yeah, right. There's not no mountain gets enough snow that you can snow on it. But mm-hmm. if you go up to North Carolina and Cherokee, mm-hmm. they have fake snow mountains, and then sometimes they'll get real snow. So the one time that I went skiing, and when I was a kid, when I was in grade school, f- every winter what they would do is the, a company would come and they would after school they would teach you how to ski on a rug so they put oh. a huge rug on the side of a hill and then they'd teach you how to ski on okay. this rug they'd give you the skis they'd teach you how and so for a couple of winters after school that's what we would do we would like rug join ski. This, rug ski basically <laughs> i was never good at it in the first place but then 20 years later is the first time i'm actually going skiing and so we go and we, you know, rent the skis and we start the on the whole little bunny. Thing. Yeah, start on the bunny. So I'm told I'm like a fish out of water, right? Mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm doing. And so we go down the bunny hill and I kind of get my bearings a little bit. 
And then we go down the, whatever it is, green slope, you know, the super slow and everybody's just kind of meandering around. I liked that. I thought that was, yeah. that was good. It was good for me. I'm going like five miles per hour. I could probably walk <laughs> faster, but I'm okay. Cause I feel very unsure and I don't know really how to know how to stop. Right. That's I can the thing. kind of stop, but I'm not really stopping. Mm-hmm. This is during the daytime. So then we have some, uh, like a, like a late lunch and then the sun goes down and it actually starts to snow. So it was raining in the day and then it starts to snow at night, actual snow. So not only is that the fake snow, but now there's real snow that's falling. And as it gets later on in the night, I'm getting a little bit more confident about my skiing, but I'm also noticing I'm going a little bit faster Yeah, because the water that had been pouring on the mountain all day long on top of the fake snow started to freeze yeah and so as it gets toward the end of the night we're like okay let's go try one of the more advanced hills where we can go just a little bit faster we got a little bit more room so we're not talking like the black diamond or anything right (laughs) it was the blue yeah we're talking about the blue slowy right like it's a yeah like a bluey it's like very slow (laughs) but you got to take the the the, lift the lift you got to take the lift up and then as soon as you get off the lift, you just kind of go into the hill, and it's a big right-hand curve. Imagine like a semicircle around yeah. a bunch of trees. But you can really get going fast if you just if you know how to just what you're doing. Straight, straight, yeah, well, straight. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so you go straight for let's call it three football fields, and I got going pretty fast, mm-hmm. ten, Whoa. fifteen miles per hour. Yeah, and then the turn came, like a very <laughs> gradual turn, and I had no idea what I was doing. So, and nor was I, I was just so concerned about how I was going to make this turn so I didn't go off into the next ski slope yeah. where everyone was just coming down straight, right? I was literally going to just, <laughs> it'd be like if I just ran a red light and just dr- drove through traffic on a 14-lane highway, right? Yeah. I was so concerned about that that I wasn't paying attention to what was going on around me either. So, as I try and start to make the turn, someone from behind me mm. comes and they hit me. And when they hit me, I fell. And when I fell, I fell on my shoulder and I slid probably half a football field. It was just ice. Oh. That's all it was, was just ice. And I slid a half a football ah. field down the mountain into the next snowstorm. And luckily, everybody avoided me, right? But I felt like a real dumbass. <laughs> yeah, of course. When I got up, something was definitely Oof. wrong with my shoulder. I couldn't move it. And I felt it. And I could feel that there was distance between my clavicle and my sh- actual shoulder. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, ah. So I take my skis off best I can. I just kind of throw. I start scooting them down the mountain, and I'm like, walk, like gimping because it hurts so bad. And I bend down to pick up one of the skis, and I instinctively go for it with my left hand, which is the shoulder that had been hurt, the yeah. shoulder I fell on. And when I did that, oh, oh. I just heard it. I heard it. I felt it. Ah. I screamed in intense pain because it's it was a miserable feeling. Mm. And then I walked down to the little, you know, where they keep the St. Bernard's or whatever. You know. The lodge. Yeah, the you know, the St. Bernard that, that, that comes up the mountain and helps you when it's got a little <laughs> whiskey thing on the like a whiskey barrel tied to its neck. <laughs> Do you remember that when you were a kid and they had the cartoons with the <laughs> No. Okay. So the in the Swiss Alps they used to employ St. Bernard's. Dogs. Dogs. And since painkillers weren't readily available, like, oh, they, would they would put the they would whiskey. put a little like a little whiskey barrel, like a miniature whiskey barrel around its neck, 
so that if it found you, you could just drink the whiskey and it would kill the pain. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. That's pretty ingenious. So I went to the little red, you know, where they put the red cross and all that. And I walk in and the guy looks at me and he examines me. I don't need, I don't know if he's a doctor or just a dude who was in the, you know, happened <laughs> to be in the medical tent at the time. Because <laughs> he didn't have any credentials. He was just like, that let me take it out. You know, he's toying around over there. It hurt very bad. And he's like, well, I don't know if you dislocated your shoulder and you heard something, it probably popped itself back in. And I was like, okay, never been in so much. On the ride home, I was literally crying. I was driving and crying, which is a band from Guinness. But (laughs) I was driving and crying because it hurt so incredibly bad. It was the worst kind of pain. It was like a toothache times a thousand. It just wouldn't go away. So I eventually went to the doctor and they said, well, you must have popped it out and popped it back in. There's a little like, you know, you have some scar tissue. It'll go away. It didn't go. That pain didn't fully go away for about six months. Blue, if you turn, if you walk into these wires and turn this thing off, I swear to God. She just came to me and I licked, licked me. Yeah, because she's excited. She wants you to bring her mm. food. She doesn't realize that we're in the middle of a fucking show. <laughs> so, I, sorry, we just had to take a break to get the dog out of here because I was, <laughs> you got to understand, this dog is very talkative. And it's amazing that she's been in here a couple episodes and we didn't even really notice because she was just like laid down and was being quiet. But that's not going to happen forever. So, I'm driving and I'm crying home the entire fucking way home and you know that has really kept me from wanting to go anything to do with snow sports ever again like i just don't want to do it i felt so i felt like i gained a little bit of control when i was like practicing and stuff and going down like the bunny slopes and the green slope or whatever you call it but then i felt completely out of control when i went anything challenging Mm -hmm. i felt out of control not to mention i just don't like those lifts those lifts i feel like you're just gonna fall off the lift at any moment (laughs) Yeah, yeah they, and they're way high in the air, and it's like it's too much for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you're afraid of heights too. So. Yeah, I don't like heights very much. <laughs> I don't want to stand on a ladder, let alone get on a ski lift. Yeah. All right. So uh, toward the end of the year, last episode, we decided we were going to review uh, Teresa Caputo, who has been one of the fan favorites of season number three, and we love it because Teresa Caputo is a fucking moron. <laughs> Yeah. Who is just lying to everybody? But there are people who believe her, and you know what, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. Um, but it's just too good to pass up. She's too much of an idiot not to, to now, not to <laughs> not to address. So where we left off, Teresa Caputo is live in a Chicago tele- local television station doing what they call cold readings to the audience. So far, she's been doing a miserable job, uh, as she does on all these cold readings. She just floats around and she says yeah. words until somebody recognizes yes, something she says. Exactly. So she is about to address a do lady. Do you know somebody with legs? Yeah, do you know somebody with legs? <laughs> she's a, she has been talking to a lady who lost her husband due to something having to do with his brain many, many years ago. And now but he's just... Disabled and was jumping up and down. Yeah, something I don't know. Like Who that. fucking knows? We'll get into it. But here she is ending that and jumping on to what they call piggybacking onto <laughs> another woman. You'll get it as the clip goes on. So without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. <laughs> You know what time it is. It's time for the commercial break inside of the commercial break. And I'll keep it short because you already know. 855-TCB-8383. That's 1-855-TCB-8383 is how you get a hold of us directly. It's not a spam text message line. You can send us your comments, questions, concerns, or content ideas all through text message to 855-TCB-8383. If you're brave, leave a voicemail. We want to know about your favorite moment from season number three. That's all of 2022. Any episode, any clip, 
any moment, text us. Please let us know. We've got a special surprise between Season 3 and Season 4, and we want you involved. Go to tcbpodcast.com, hit the Contact Us button. You can also send us a message there, listen to all the audio, or watch all the video. Better yet, go to youtube.com slash the commercial break to watch full episodes in a whole new light. Watching the video version will give you extra tickles right in your pickles. One more tiny little favor. If you are ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, please use the specialized URLs or codes or go to the website that we mention on those advertisements so that the sponsors know we're doing a wonderful job. Let's listen to a word from those wonderful financial sponsors and then we'll be back to this episode of The Commercial Break. All right, everybody, I got to let you know about our wonderful sponsors, Lululemon. Last week, I stopped by the Lululemon store to get myself a pair of joggers. You think Lululemon is just for yoga pants? You are wrong, just like I was. Lululemon can accommodate almost any piece of your wardrobe, and they do it in style and in comfort. It's the most cozy, the most comfortable, the most flattering, active and casual wear you will ever purchase. And now, Lululemon is a sponsor of the commercial break. So go to Lululemon. Lemon.com. This holiday season, their website has hundreds of different styles for men and for women. Jackets, slacks, hoodies, sweatshirts, socks, underwear, and yes, activewear. It's all available at lululemon.com. Guys, don't be shy. I swear, these are the most comfortable pants I have ever worn. I'm saying it again. Never did I picture myself a Lululemon kind of guy, and now I'm sold for life. Chrissy got a jacket. She's in love with it. Astrid's ordered some apparel for after the baby comes, and now I am eyeing some slacks for Christmas. So go to lululemon.com. Get comfortable. Get cozy. Get Lululemon this holiday season for anyone who needs a little comfort in their life. Lululemon.com. And we want to thank Lululemon for becoming a sponsor of the commercial break. Teresa Caputo, live, Channel 7 in Chicago. That we could have done to have prevented the departure. Your husband is departed as well, ma'am? Okay. Your husband says, I want to take this opportunity to thank you. He said, I never thanked you. He says, you knew that I, how much I loved you. He says, but I want to thank you for the way that you cared for me. Do you understand that? He left me <laughs> 32 years ago. He never said thank you or goodbye. <laughs> he says, and I wish I had that opportunity to tell you that. He said, and how much I appreciate <laughs> this woman's face. Yeah, you should see the look on this woman's unemotional. face. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is not convinced. Staring. This lady has seen more shit <laughs> in her lifetime, and she knows bullshit when she sees it. Everything that you did for me. Your husband was ill prior to his departure, ma'am? Because he shows me how you cared for him, like in a nursing capacity. Because he's like, my wife did things for me that a wife shouldn't have to do. And that means in a nursing capacity. And was your husband not the same in the end, ma'am? Because he put a food tray in front of me and then threw it at me. That's my... (laughs) How could she possibly see this shit going down and still be talking? If someone throws a food tray at me... A food tray. (laughs) She just gets deeper and deeper. Yeah, I know. People are touching me. They're feeling me up. They're talking. They're tickling my throat. They're throwing food at me. These are all signs that something happened. Spirit. Yeah, spirit. 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 That fucking uh, remote controlled earpiece in your hair. For with that personality change. Look at her. She's saying no. no. Yeah, no. Because of an illness or a disability. Do you understand that? 
Yeah, I think this lady's not really with it. I think she's just looking straight at Teresa and trying to comprehend what's being said to her. She's very old, by the way, very old. So he says, and I'm sorry. He says, but I want you to know how much I love you. And more importantly, how much I appreciated everything that you did for me. He goes, and my wife makes a mean pie. So I don't know. You make good pie. I don't know if it's like a shepherd's pie or like a pecan pie or how do you want? <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue what she you're talking about. Pie. Is this a shepherd's pie? Is it a shepherd's pie? Like- is it a sweet pie <laughs> or is it a salty pie? Yeah. <laughs> is it a pie or is it something else altogether that's edible? <laughs> She cooked me something. Stella, I love eating her pie. <laughs> Teresa, it's me. This dead, this woman's dead husband. <laughs> Tell her I love her pie. <laughs> no, not that kind of pie, you moron. Her vagina. By the way, here's a food tray. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't throw food at you. It was pussy. <laughs> You're really bad at this, Teresa. Really bad. I threw a food tray at me. Understand that. You understand. As long as you understand it, that's all I care about. She doesn't understand a fucking thing. This lady is completely out of it. Poor lady. Where's the brother come in that's departed? Or somebody like a brother? There's brother or somebody like a brother. Is there a brother? Someone like a brother? A man. Someone with a penis or someone without a penis that's passed on anywhere? Anybody? Anybody ever have? Anybody know anybody who's died? Okay. Anybody know anybody who's ever had a penis? Including men with penises. Friend, cousin, is your brother departed? Friend, brother, cousin, friend, cousin? cousin? Just departed. Oh, my God. This is so bad. My brother-in-law died okay. recently. Perfect. So know that I'm very sorry. Perfect. Perfect. Great. Okay, Congratulations. Congratulations on the death. About that, but know that he's taking this opportunity to step forward as well. Did somebody fall? He's taking this opportunity to step, to step forward. forward. Like, what are they lined up? The spirits are lined up. This is my big chance. <laughs> I'm on channel I'm seven. Forward. <laughs> I've always wanted to be on TV. <laughs> Here, hold my food tray. Uh, <laughs> I'm stepping forward. Fell. Because I, I felt like I fell. I felt like I fell. You did. Into a pile he, of your own he bullshit. He stepped forward and fell? No. Is that what she's saying? He stepped forward and she, <laughs> she, fell. she fell. She said, I felt like I fell. I felt like I fell. She's so full of shit. And then that was the beginning of my downfall. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was just staring at her. I love the people who don't. There's so many. Obviously, most of these people have common sense in their fucking head. So this lady, who is like an old Italian lady, she's just sitting there and just staring. And yeah, Teresa's talking, and she's just staring. She's like, "Nope, you're still full of shit." <laughs> she no, said no. no. Do you understand that? Oh. Was there something that I said before that you understood? Because they told me to look at you. They told me. No, I play English. <laughs> <laughs> they told me to look at you. Yeah. They, to- they told as me to look at you. As soon as that other woman is saying no, no she makes moved, no sense. She yeah, just she moved, moved on to, on to another person. Woman. That's yeah. right, because she's full of shit. <laughs> I said before, Spirit had me say, they were like, hmm, I wonder if that's my loved one. 
Well, you know, I have a lot of deaths that have occurred in my past, and so just thinking about that, you know, just made me think There's back on death. that. Did so- There's been death in your past? <laughs> yeah. You don't say. <laughs> Princess Di? <laughs> when I get it live in the studio... I'm going to, when she says, I sense a woman died from a thing. And I'm going to be like, I, it's me, <laughs> Princess Di. <laughs> she died of a thing. <laughs> so full of shit. <laughs> because she crashed a car into me. <laughs> and uh, that's my, that's, that's the sign. That's the sign for car crash. How do you fall? No, there hasn't been falls, but I guess you can interpret it like that. Uh, in some kind of way. However you can, because look, you have to understand. However you can interpret however, it to make me look better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't leave me hanging here. However you can figure it out to, <laughs> to make sure we keep this conversation going. And I read with integrity. All right. Do you we want to thank our guest co-host, Teresa Computer. She's going to continue to go on here for a second. Hold on one second. Fill out. She is currently reading. We're going to put all of this up on our WindyCityLive.com page. And of course, be sure to check it out. We don't want to. All right. Do her thing. So have a good day, everybody. Yeah, she's going to continue. Like I fall and I hit my head, then it causes all of these other things. Is that correct, ma'am? My guess. Yeah, see, this is why people write things about me. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I say things because you're. This is why people people like things things about me. me. (laughs) Uh, She makes it all about her all the time. When she get when people get. In, when, when she's not hitting on something, yeah. she just refers back to all of her talents and skills and gifts. And what she's really doing is being a fucking psychopath because this is how psychopaths operate. They manipulate the conversation in their favor. They gaslight. When, when you're not connecting with her, it's your fault. It's right. your problem. You're not thinking about it. Or she just opens it up so wide yeah, that, the, of course, yeah. It was going to hit. Yeah. Have you ever known anybody with a foot? Yes. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> Not expecting it, and it's very yeah. overwhelming. You thought you were g- going to hear from your husband more so than your father. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's Why important that we need you to understand that uh, because she's trying to get buy-in. Yeah, she's buy-in. trying to get her to say yes yeah. because if she says yes, if the person she's talking to says yes then to anything, then everybody path. else starts to believe it a little bit more, and she keeps on going down that path. Mm-hmm. She's looking for um, confirmation yes. that she's onto something from a, another soul before we can heal from the other losses. Do you understand that? Sure. Because you're sure. Fa- sure, why not? <laughs> other keeps coming forward. He made me feel like I fell in the bathroom and I hit my head. So, Different fall, but... But do, do you yeah. understand that? But then that caused all of these other disabilities and ailments, and it's almost like, oh my God, if he never fell, none of this would have ever have happened. How many old people fall? How many old people fall? Every old person falls. It's like that. That's why Life Alert has a business. Yeah, it's so fucking shady. (laughs) So it's just validating that we need to let go of those things. Do you understand that? Sure. Do you understand that? Are you agreeing with me? (laughs) Can you give me some money? (laughs) Would you like to come to my live show? Sure, I do. So, who was the young male that's departed connected to you? Are there three of them? Um, there have been quite a few. Only because yeah. I saw three th- three souls step mm-hmm. forward, and they made me feel like that there was such a burden mm-hmm. that is carried throughout the family. Do you understand that? Definitely. Do you understand that? Are you yeah, getting it's it? Driving me crazy. She three males that. came forward <laughs> with very worn briefs on. One of them had a tree trunk for a penis. <laughs> So it's acknowledging that their souls are at peace. They don't want us to carry these burdens. Mm -hmm. 
And the other so thing she like keeps cr- doing is telling everybody to let go. Yeah, let go. I mean, isn't that That's, what when yeah, somebody Yeah, of course dies it is. And, she's, yeah. she's playing therapist mm-hmm. more than she's playing communicator because she can't communicate with these people. There no. are no people. The thing about Teresa that gets me, we said this the last episode, I'll say it again. The thing that gets me about Teresa and why I find it hard to believe that anybody believes what she has to say is how do you at any given moment in time, communicate with the other world, see what they're doing, hear what they're saying, multiple people, feel what they're feeling, and yet still continue on a conversation with somebody. It'd be like having 14 conversations at the same time. Well, yeah, and if the man, the the ghost, just threw a plate of food at her, like, wouldn't she at least flinch? Like, flinch or get scared. Sorry, I just had a plate of food thrown at me. (laughs) Like, take a breath for one second? (laughs) But no, she keeps yammering on about Mm. this. It's so fucking... (laughs) crazy that people spend money to go see this lady i mean for entertainment value maybe maybe yeah but for anything other than entertainment value like literally going to see a psychopath talk for an hour then i don't get it i just don't well it's people that that can't let go that don't have closure and then this is where she tries to tell them to let go i don't blame the people on the other side yeah i wish that they wouldn't buy into the foolishness and spend their money on her Mm -hmm. i don't think that Teresa caputo should be a millionaire off the backs of people that are already suffering Mm -hmm. and she's making them suffer more because she's giving them a moment in their minds, a moment where they're communicating with someone they obviously loved, loved dearly. dearly and they want to communicate with again because we all do. Yes. I, I, Nico's been gone for three weeks and sometimes I miss him around the house, right? I know. And, uh, but I wouldn't believe anybody if they walked in the door and said, you know, I can smell Nico. Yeah. I mean, I just <laughs> wouldn't. And so they're dragging on the pain and they're, she's playing therapist and saying, you need closure, but that's not how you get closure. A three and a half second interaction with a wackadoodle. It's got a helmet for a fucking head <laughs> who tells you that the, their loved one is jumping up and down or throwing plates of food. It's so fucking gross to me. <laughs> haircut or like they would have their head shaved and like have like different things shaved in their head or like designs or something oh my god oh my god that is so fucking racist she's speaking to to a a black black woman woman and asking her if one of the guys had a shaved head with the design with the design of it why because only black guys do that that is so fucking racist wow i can't believe this isn't like somebody hasn't caught on to this one yet (laughs) like uh, let commercial break be the be the thing that (laughs) Brings this to the forefront. That is one of the most racist things I've ever heard. Oh, let's and even the lady who's getting yeah, she knows. Yeah, like yeah, hold on. Let's like have like different things. Let's let's repeat that so that everybody in the world can know. So it's acknowledging that their souls are at peace. They don't want us to carry these burdens. Mm Someone have like a crazy haircut or like they would have their head shaved and like have like different things shaved in their head or like designs or something. She's like, no. Yeah, this lady who she's talking to is obviously pissed. Yeah. She's like, are you saying that because I'm black? Yeah. And she is. Teresa is saying that. Of course she is. Do you know someone like that? Oh, and then he. Oh, she's looking at another black guy and saying the same thing. This is crazy. How racist is this? Jeez. Like lightning bolts and stars. I don't know what that is in the sides of the head. Do you know someone with the crazy haircut, sir? Are you a barber? <laughs> She's talking to a third black guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, it's 2022. And then she goes, "Are you a barber?" Yeah, are you a barber? 
No? I make you nervous, sir? <laughs> you do because you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to move completely over, over yeah, the I'm other side over since here. no one took that. Look bait. at her. She's making a gesture on her yeah, chest. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's signaling her producers, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. She is she is absolutely failing. She's losing She's it. in deep shit, and mm-hmm. she knows it. She's just walking around the studio now looking Maybe. at people. Yeah. How do you connect with the mom that's departed? <laughs> Grandmother? Yeah. That's <laughs> yes, you have to understand, I'm very blessed. I still have my parents here in the physical world. My in-laws are still here in the physical world. I only recently lost my grandparents. And when spirit makes me feel that I carry such a burden or the weight of the world on me, and I feel like I lost a part of my soul, I think we all feel that way when we do lose a loved one. But in this case, I just felt that I wish I could have done more. Do you understand that? No, we don't understand that. You're a fucking racist. You're a fucking asshole. And you're a fucking miserable human being. Teresa Caputo, you are a miserable fucking human being. God damn you. For She's literally looking at these two black people, a black couple, and she, she has pointed them out because they're black and because she said something that was racist. And then she addressed every black person in the audience. There's literally five black people in the audience. And she just asked them all if they knew somebody that had designs in the shaved in the side of their head because that's what black people do, I guess. Yeah. So she just called herself out as a racist. All these people are not connecting with her. They're saying, no, we don't yeah. recognize any of the shit that you're talking about. And now she's looking at them and... And, and now that she was like... She's like you, yelling you, at them. Yeah, yeah. She's like, do you connect with a mother figure or a, or a grandmother? Uh, yeah. I mean, this woman's like probably 60. Yeah. Her, her grandmother is probably doesn't gone. doesn't connect with a grandmother? Now yeah, no. she's back to talking about her fucking self. <laughs> yeah. Right? Now she's saying, yeah. you gotta understand. I'm a blessed... I'm yeah. a very blessed person. Yes, you are. Because so many people have given you their hard-earned money and you have fucking not earned it. You have pissed it away. You have lied and bullshitted. And now quite frankly just been flat out offensive to people yeah that was come crazy. on the commercial break please come on the commercial break i please oh man chrissy <laughs> way above frankie b yeah uh, Teresa caputo just shot to the top of my list mm-hmm. if i could have one person sit in the studio for 30 minutes with us it would be fucking Teresa caputo i would tear her apart And we feel guilty. Look, the reason why spirit brings these things up is because when we place these burdens, we can't heal. So saying, I don't want you to look back and say, I should have been there more. I should have done more. I should have done this. Do you understand that? Please let go of all regret. No regrets. Remember the good times. Does that make sense? And you're a good boy. Do you understand that? You're a good boy. What, what am I looking for? Your fucking adoration? What are you, my mom? <laughs> what? Stupid and you're a good boy. And you're a good boy. And even though you said no to all the questions that I asked you, you're still a good boy. We're off? Well. <laughs> no, we just lowered your mic. The dead was... people don't know off. <laughs> I'm going to make another funny because it's so funny. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh, Chrissy, uh, one person. If you could give me one person for Christmas, just like if you, if you could get me a gift for Christmas 2023, mm-hmm. it would be Teresa Caputo. Remember that scene in she Christmas would never Vacation? Come here because no. she knows she's a fraud. She she's only going to go to places where she can make herself look good. If Teresa Caputo sees this, and I hope she does, I hope this goes viral. I hope this little rant that she did, this little racist rant that she did from a uh, local television station seven years ago goes way viral. Let's make it go viral because she needs that kind of recognition. If she knows, if she listened to this show, she would know that we knew yes. how full of fucking shit she is. And she avoids people like that, like oh, the plague, yeah, because sure. she knows she has no defense for it, mm-hmm. right? She's just going to say, I have a gift. I have a gift. I don't control it. I didn't ask for this. You know, I'm burdened by all these spirits and all these things. Bullshit. You made it up. You started making money. Mm-hmm. And now you got a juggernaut business fucking people over, basically. That's what you do. I would rather, I would rather have a business with Adam Bankman Freud. <laughs> <laughs> Freud. <laughs> then pay a dollar to see oh, Teresa yeah. Caputo. No. For sure. So, kids, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned yet another lesson about Teresa Caputo. She's full of shit. She doesn't talk to spirits. She's not a ghost hunter or whatever, you know, ghost wrangler or whatever you want to call Spirit it. Spirit talker. And she's just a plain old White, old, white lady racist. That's all she is. Mm-hmm. As if it wasn't bad enough. As if yeah. it wasn't bad enough. Yeah, she went there. Make it go viral. Send it to your friends. I want her to see it. Got me so riled up. I don't know why. I was like, wow. Yeah, well, it was obviously very... You know, Prejudice. Yes. Yeah. It's, Targeting. Yeah. It's like if someone... If, if she came, like, she was here, and she said, you know, do you know anybody that's not funny? And we'd know that, obviously, <laughs> shit's directed at the commercial break. <laughs> do you know anybody that does a mediocre comedy podcast? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you. Well, I got to thank Blue for a special appearance here in the studio that today. That was sweet of Blue to drop by. Very sweet of Blue. <laughs> and have some words with the people outside. <laughs> I literally had to put like a like a chair against the door to keep my dog out. <laughs> this studio is high you. tech. I know. We got to get a studio. Where's Spotify when you need them? <laughs> Where's all that Spotify cash when you need it, Chrissy? Oh, Hopefully Lord. it's coming. We're going to uh, manifest it. We get Spotify cash, I'll learn how to ski again. <laughs> I'm going to go on a real ski slope this time. Not rug skiing. I'm going to go on real snow this time. For sure. Listen, season number three is coming to an end. Season number four comes the first week in February. We'll be back with brand new episodes, brand new ideas, and a renewed focus and vigor around TCB. Yes. But until then, you get the same old shit. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) We got some special episodes coming up right at the end of season three in January. We have some guest hosts, some clips, some segments, some best ofs. If you have an idea for the commercial break, don't hesitate. Don't fear. Don't frown. TCBpodcast.com is where it all goes down. Hit the Contact Us button. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We take it all at tcbpodcast.com. You can also listen to all the audio and watch all the video right from there. YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break for video episodes a few days after they air. And if you'd like to get a hold of us via phone, 
855-TCB-8383. 1-855-TCB-8383 from anywhere in the world will pick up the charges. At the commercial break on Instagram, you know, if you just want to follow somebody that doesn't make any posts, <laughs> yeah. feel free. It's fun. Uh, <laughs> so, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do today. I think so. Okay, well, I love you. I love you. Best to you. And best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time. Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say. Goodbye. Bye.